Okay, now I'm concerned because that might have been the first time our clap was in sync on Skype <laughs> and via the countdown. Do you think? Do you think this quarantine situation has? Um, sorry to just jump right into the thing that everybody's talking about anyway. Okay. Maybe we should. Yeah. Uh, do you think that this has shown a light on the patheticness of webcams? And uh, I think audio quality has been okay, but you know, everybody doing these zoom calls now, it's like, do you think that Apple is going to like, holy crap, we need to like quadruple the quality of our built-in webcams. I should hope so. Yeah. I'll say, can you see me on Skype? I've noticed and been continually impressed since I think I've had the iMac pro now for three months that the webcam on this seems absolutely great. I don't even know the specs on it, but it, it's always looked it good to me when, very I, nice. when I boot up a call and I see myself full screen, I'm like, man, that's really high res. But I, you know, once I start any call or any conversation, I get to be thumbnail size. So I can't really tell. Right. You're, you look like crap. Well, uh, that's not surprising. <laughs> what have you been doing? You're, you're back at home base now. Yeah. Back at home base. Um, me and Abby took a little, uh, trip out to an Airbnb surprisingly air some airbnbs are still going you know i was looking uh, at airbnbs in uh, the middle of manhattan last night <laughs> you can get a great deal on a giant suite <laughs> for about 80 dollars a night right now god are they actually taking well you can't can you go to new york i believe you can you know what while we're talking i'm going to uh, i'm going to pull up amtrak and see if i can the last time i tried this a week ago i just want to see if I can book a train. I think I can. Yeah, I, um, I don't think that there's any like militaristic quarantine police out making people. I don't know. I've heard certain states like Delaware will pull over if you're not on their highway. If they're if you're on like you know regular streets with an out of state license plate, that you might potentially get pulled over. I heard that as a thing. I, you know, I, I haven't seen anybody directly. I don't know anybody directly that has like been pulled over anywhere anywhere in the country for being out and about to summarize uh, i believe you can go to new york i don't know what you're gonna okay. be able to do everything is shut down i think that's part of the hope with the commercial side of you know every every big city businesses are closed then there's no reason to leave other than to perhaps go to a park or get exercise that's that's really it and and you know uh, now i have heard many many reports of police cracking down on home gatherings you know people having actual yeah large groups at, at their home <laughs> so, so that that makes so sense the other night I live on a pretty rowdy street, especially in, um, like the spring and the summer. And, uh, I guess it was about a week ago we were driving back from some errand, maybe grocery shopping or something. And we were coming back. Oh no, no, no. We were just going for a drive. Cause I was like, Abby, let's go for a drive. She's like, okay. So we just drove around for like an hour. Now was and this like a, let's go for a drive Baltimore style or was this just like were you venturing into places you probably should avoid because that's a thing people do in Baltimore it's oh like, ooh, we're gonna oh, explore really? and oh yeah um well no we were just gonna we, we were literally just like driving and Abby would be like go right and I'd be like okay and then I'd be like all right I'm going left and we're just that's all we did for like an hour we, it was actually kind of interesting i wish i i wish i had my camera from now on if i ever do that i'm gonna bring my camera because there was like a massive herd of deer like just walking around it was like Leo, no the cool. notre dame campus that's um cool. then and it was just bizarre because it was like a completely empty parking lot then just like 40 deer just like walking around i was like oh my god i wish i had my camera 
Um, so yeah, we were driving around for like an hour and we came back and when we came back, there was a party going on at the end of our street that was like at least 30 people were around sort of like the corner outside music blasting, like people just yelling and having a great time. And, uh, as we were pulling up, um, like as we kind of like rounded the corner to go to our house, (laughs) this cop came up, turned on its lights and was like, all right, everybody, let's go. Everybody go. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. Was it effective? People. Yeah, they 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 dispersed in like about a half hour. They were they were gone, but it was kind of funny. The cop was just sitting on the corner with his lights on for like a half an hour, Uh, but it it didn't get it didn't get contentious or anything. It was just kind of funny. That that's good to hear. Yeah, they're cracking down. So uh, to to follow up. A little real-time follow-up here. Uh, yes, I can book a ticket. Looks like trains are running. I'm fully able to book a ticket from Baltimore to New York City. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I guess they need to be open for uh, potential essential workers, people. I uh, guess so, uh, yeah. The government, especially between D.C. and New York. Um, I would imagine it's quite a few people. So how you doing? How you holding up? I know, you know, this seems like a time that we would have been really on the ball and uh, just Plowned yeah. out, uh, cranking, work. cranking out um, podcast episodes, but we've just sort of been like me, you know. I don't, I don't know if that's because it's, we have such a, a rich back catalog of stuff that people can trove through if they want, or <laughs> or what. I, you know, it's like in one way everybody's talking about this, so it's like maybe we should just talk about something else. But in the yeah, other, but, other but way, what it's else sort of like there's is nothing there to else. talk about. This is the one thing everybody can relate to right now. Right. And, and it, I don't know. I, I've been, I've also been kind of thinking about that. Should I, should we talk about off camera flash work? Should we talk about yeah. booking more clients? Like, I don't know if that's really a good idea right now. <laughs> yeah. Is that helpful to people? I don't know. Let us know in the comments, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I've also been kind of thinking that like, I've gotten lots of emails. It's taking me forever to respond to these emails. And I'm like, mm. why? I'm just sitting at home. I I uh, <laughs> I, I was even uh, emailing with a, a client yesterday, um, and um, I was like, "Yeah, they sent me an email like three days ago," and I was like, "Sorry, guys, it's it's taking me a while to get back to you. I I don't know why." I've, yeah, all um, sense of time is it's gone. It's gone. Uh, I was uh, listening to a I podcast thought today was the other Sunday. day. It's that, Tuesday. That sort of actually made a lot of sense. It's Thursday. A guy was saying it's, it's Thursday. Yes, a guy was saying, uh, "Hey, you know, I am." I've got seven different signs, just big giant poster board, different colors for each each board, and each board has a different day of the week written on it. And every day when I wake up, I put up the Monday sign or I put up the Tuesday sign <laughs> because it kind of anchors your awareness and and just where you are in the week. And I think that's actually mm-hmm. a kind of a smart idea just <laughs> to have it sort of in the background, just ever yeah. present. Like, oh yeah, it is Tuesday because this is a weird time. It, it's so bizarre. Like I have some days where I am doing 10 times the amount of work I've ever done in a day mm-hmm. or been able to do. And then other mm-hmm. days where I'm just like shocked at the patheticness of my human self. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been, so I've had kind of a, an interesting sort of take on all of this. I mean, I've been talking with Abby a lot about this too, that we're finding this time to actually be very useful in terms of sure. just slowing down, man. Like I, me and Abby, like we do stuff all the time. We will sometimes like not even realize that a week has gone by because 
it's just been one thing after another. I'm going down to DC for a shoot. I'm going out to a wedding. I'm going out to an engagement session. Abby's going to work. We're going to see friends. We're going to see her dad. We're going to see my mom. We're like doing all these things. And all of a sudden, like the week's gone. We're stressed out. We haven't slept. Like we're finding now, and I'm in particular finding that I'm actually kind of enjoying this, this Mm -hmm. time. And I don't know if that's a like, well, it's that's a weird thing to say, like, but in, in regular life, even when you have time off from your own personal obligations and business or whatever, because you don't have a wedding or whatever it is unique to you, Nathan, uh, there's always the outside sense that the world is going on without me at right. any point, anything could pop up. And that's you a know, good there's, point. there's this outside pressure of things progressing. And now, you know, for a fact that 95% or more of people um that you would normally interact with and just everybody across the board is chilling <laughs> there's just not yeah. much to do i mean you know, aside from essential workers and people that maybe work in like other kind of like exclusively online jobs maybe finance or something who knows like mm-hmm. that's that's the difference i feel like there yeah, that outside pressure is released true. there is no sense of i mean uh, yeah it's kind of fascinating it's weird there's no sort of like this this sort of like there's no burden on my back of oh I should be doing x y or z. Oh I oh I have to be thinking about this or there's this sort of mounting pressure of multiple shoots to get out the door. Yeah, there's no there's, I should be doing x. I mean unless you've got right. uh you know long but I mean I, there's always that because you can always invent stuff for yourself especially sure. being self-employed. There's little tasks you can do and I think it's wise to do that like you yourself Absolutely. working on your website portfolio whatever but you don't have to it's not mission critical to your business it's just a good idea <laughs> right, now that right. you don't have the outside uh, kind of pressure and ongoing edits and all that kind of stuff to work through but, right and that's kind of well and and therein is kind of why i'm feeling that this time is useful because without the extra pressure i'm realizing that i don't want to feel that pressure anymore like I don't want to feel this like this constant push uh, to be. I don't know. I I I had this strange realization while I was kind of out on this walk a few weeks ago that I was like, oh, there's nothing on my plate, and I like that feeling. Yeah. And I feel like I've been going too hard and maybe working too hard and not smart enough. Maybe that's the problem. But I've just been finding that this is very useful time for me to kind of recognize the places in my life that I am making myself stressed out about Mm -hmm. that I don't have to be. And don't I like this feeling? And I've kind of just been thinking like when this is, let's say, you know, snap our fingers, there's a vaccine. We're all, everything goes back. Everybody's going back to normal tomorrow. I wouldn't want to go back to the life that I had. Like, two months ago, I'm starting to realize that that was a very, very, very stressful life. And it was stressing me out, stressing Abby out. I want to try to find ways of managing my time better. I think just the fact that I'm sleeping better because I don't have to always be at work. You know, I don't know. Sometimes I have, you know, press club shoots or morning shoots or whatever at like 7am or something. I got to be up at four or five in the morning. I'm not doing that. Um, Abby got a really awesome Vitamix, so we've been making smoothies for, like, every morning for the last two weeks, and it's been incredible. 
I don't know why, but for some reason, smoothies are amazing. How did I not know this? Well, um, yes, but they're also notoriously difficult to make healthy. Uh, yeah, well, a, a, a all you got to do is just... is rough. Oh, uh, dude. Healthy smoothie is super easy. Okay, give it bunch to me. Of, bunch of fruit, one okay. cup of almond milk, and like a handful of kale or spinach or whatever. You can't even taste it. Yeah, Done. Yeah, okay, I could no see that. No sugar added, no nothing like that. One of my that. favorite sort of snacks Delicious. has been just blueberries and almond milk. Um, mm. Actually, milkadamia, which I assume is some kind of... I don't know. That's the brand. But macadamia milk? Milkadamia is the, the brand of it. Yeah. Milkadamia. Can you make milk out of macadamia nuts? I don't know. Let's see what they say on the... Uh, find find out on the knowledge do, 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 Deliciously computer. free of dairy, gluten, soy, GMOs, and cruelty. Light and creamy. How milk tastes now. The defiance. Blah, blah, blah. I'm on their website. No cruelty. Moo is indeed moot. Yeah, it's definitely uh, not dairy, but I'm not sure where they... What it is. But it tastes great. Um, anyway, the point is this healthier lifestyle that we're think that we're having right now, especially I'm having I'm having right now, is really working for me. I don't really <laughs> like. I want to take well, this into uh, you know, everyone's circumstances are different. I think you guys, yeah, Abby true. still has a very secure job. Yeah. You guys, you know, closed on you know a, a, a previous home in just yep. the nick of time. You know, I, I, I think that it would. I'm trying to put myself in the the shoes of somebody who literally has no income right now yeah. and no government assistance and how stressful right. that would be. Uh, I think it would be pretty, even with forbearance it's definitely to, would to be have really like looking at all of your balances, basically be zero and not having any sense when that number is going to change. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I wonder <laughs> what I would love to get feedback well, from anybody who's listening that might yeah. be in that position. Like how are, are you coping with a sense of, well, everyone's going through it. So it's actually kind of fine. Or is it just, dread because mm-hmm. you know not only are you looking at that you're dealing with money that you did have incoming as a wedding photographer perhaps uh being pushed further and further away with every client that postpones and you know no end even if you wanted to get up and like okay i need to go get a job like how are you going to do that right now yeah <laughs> uh so i do wonder how people are you know in that kind of position if they're yeah. coping or yeah again if, if, if it is sort of the the uniqueness of this like you know what it's nothing i can do anyway nothing anybody can do so it, you know it's fine <laughs> I would, i'd yeah. like to think that's how people are feeling i don't know yeah i don't i don't know I have heard, I put out just an open request on Facebook, like, hey, you know, I'm not doing any research for myself, blah, blah, blah. I just want to know, do you personally, have you received or know someone directly to you, one-to-one, that uh, has received PPP relief money? And I uh, got a lot of responses. A lot of people did. Yeah, what what did you find? Yes, it seemed uh, tons, tons and tons of people had verified, awesome. yes. Now, I didn't ask for amounts or anything like that. I, I don't know. I assume they got the standard sort of 2.5 times what they were supposed to get. Uh, or what they were going to earn anyway. Uh, I, I would assume that's how much people are getting. And that I would also assume is getting people by. Uh, I didn't get it. I, I applied day one and, and continued and followed through with everything I needed to with make of America. seems like the vast majority of uh, successful loans were processed by people that have relationships with local banks to begin with, which I never had because I never needed loans from banks. <laughs> I just have a business checking account. And that was about the, the depth of my bank relationship for my business. And, uh, anyway, so, uh, hopefully I'm on the short list for the next round of funding when, and if that occurs, but yeah, I hope uh, so too. I, I got a, uh, a message from SunTrust, who I'm, I bank, who my my business checking accounts with, and 
they basically were updating me over and over being like, Hey, you know, you're, thank you for your interest or whatever. We're still waiting. We're still waiting. And then all of us, you know, finally this, a couple of days ago, they were like, Every, well, they ran out of money. <laughs> so yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> this makes yeah. what I got. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty weird. Uh, it's, pretty it's, weird. I mean, I, I know I talked to you about this personally. I can't recall Glad if Bruce Chris is doing okay. Though. When I talked about it, uh, if we talked about it on the podcast that I, I went through this when I bought, I didn't realize this was a thing. I mean, of course it makes sense, but you know, you hear, uh, okay, yeah, you buy an electric car, uh, you can submit for a rebate or you oh, know, tax yeah, and, and, and I was like, great. So I bought my car mid year. This wasn't like end of the year, middle of the year. This is a couple years ago now bought it tesla's like yeah you can uh here's all the paperwork blah 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 no no heads up from tesla about the situation that was how do i put it um completely screwed me <laughs> um <laughs> i was supposed to make uh i think seven thousand dollars back so there's a federal oh. rebate and then a state rebate the state one is is the the fund that was run out they just simply ran out of the allocated money and no heads up from tesla when i bought the car no heads up from anybody other than yeah here just submit all your paperwork and it's then a, an email a, a, a letter back that says hey sorry the money's run out uh it, you know we'll keep you posted if the next round of funding frees up some money and have a good day it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. i was planning on thirty five hundred dollars here and yeah. the next round of funding explicitly said it wasn't uh, going to apply retroactively to uh, purchases that, that occurred when yeah and this is middle of the year so that money ran out you know in no time it wasn't even close to enough to fund the situation and yeah so that's exactly i know we had talked about this again i can't remember if it was on the podcast but that's exactly what's occurred with all this small business money yeah and, I, know, there's all sorts of yeah. sort of scandalous headlines i'm seeing where banks oh, yeah. shuffled money around to pr- prioritize some businesses versus others with their which they're not legally allowed to do and yeah it's it's yep. like man what a cluster. and banks making tons of money off fees uh related to this somehow i'm not exactly sure how but not to mention for some reason there was a you know the the fine print didn't like prevent huge corporations from taking advantage of these uh these loans so like places like roos chris and like shake shack got like huge amounts of money sure. to the point yeah. where shake shack was like hey we're actually returning all of this uh, because oh, we don't need it. That's great. Like, that's the thing. And you know, I'm guilty of this as well. I'm applying and trying to get all this just in case, just cause it is such an unknown. And mm-hmm. so is everybody, even if they don't need it. I mean, I'm right. amazed to hear that, you know, somebody was willing to give it back. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's the catch here. Uh, how do you, as the government or the lender, the SBA or the bank that's processing all of, th- all of this, how do you really assess like, Ooh, this is actually necessary. Uh, I would, I would think you'd have to like upload cancellations from stuff or reschedules from things mm-hmm. or like actual verifiable emails or paperwork that's showing yeah, the loss of income. But I don't think they're requiring that. No, I don't think so either. So it's weird. Oh man, it's a crazy time, but I'm having um, fun with, uh, with pick time. They are just going above and beyond with pick time's awesome. all of these new apps that you can uh, integrate with your online galleries. They just launched a, um, it's still sort of under the radar. I think in two weeks they'll publicize it widely. They launched an art gallery solution so if you have you know photos that aren't just like client work if they're just 
art prints like many photographers have that would be widely you know broadly uh have broad appeal to people that might want to buy them as a print you can set up an art gallery and people don't get the option of choosing what size or what material like you preset all that just like a proper art store you know or, or online store would have and that's it you uh cool you can launch I'm, I'm setting it up as we speak right now just to see what it's all about i assume you just get a link that you can then you know attach to your website or or what have you and just be like hey here's my art gallery go go buy yeah stuff. go buy like support my business support me like whatever and then pick time handles all the processing of of that which is kind of cool so i'm going to set that up just by i don't have that many i don't know nathan do you do you have many you no, know prints um, that people would perhaps consider just buying to hang on their wall that's well, not a wedding client actually it's kind of interesting i was hanging out with uh with our friend uh josh brown like this was a couple of years ago i was hanging out with him in denver where he lives and he was showing me his like new place. He was like all rearranged and everything. And I looked on his wall and there's a giant print of an elk that I photographed when me and him were on a walk uh, or on a, on a long hike together, like a couple years prior to that. Josh was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I try to I try to get prints from some of my photographer friends. And I looked around the the house and I realized, oh, there's a print from Vanit. I think there was one from you somewhere around there. And there was like one from our friend Blake, who also did some, who does like nice, uh, uh, landscapes. And I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's awesome. It was huge. It was like a four by five, like canvas print. And, uh, on his wall, this giant elk, I was like, dude, I should do more of this. Cause like, it looked so good on his wall. And, um, Abby has been kind of gathering some of my travel images because we've been traveling tons uh, over the past, well, since we've been together, like last nine years. And I've got lots of, lots of travel prints that could, that could work, at least landscapes that could, that could work for some kind of art stuff. Yeah. Oh, this is so much fun. I'm having so much fun playing with this. So you, you upload all the mm-hmm. high res files that you want to be, you know, possible and then you actually build your art gallery from there you log into like the the pick time storefront and then that's hooked into whatever lab and products you have you know set up that you would want to offer and yeah you just start putting together each product as its own distinct thing so you choose the frame you choose the picture you want going in the frame the canvas whatever it is if you want it matte or not um you can create specific product specs like oh this is really really fun cool let's see tree and new zealand so yeah this is this is one thing i've been very impressed with pick time uh, i haven't seen so much from other gallery hosts is just like evolution and iteration on uh new features and ideas and quickly executing on them you know not just taking them in yes that's a great idea and then two years later it kind of surfaces or not yeah uh, i hate that stuff yeah but it's awesome that yeah pick time seems to be doing doing really great um i've had my pick time so pick pick time has probably everybody knows launched their like a the ability to move stuff over from smug mug uh to pick time and so they've been doing that for like a week for me of <laughs> like 500 oh, yeah. galleries or something yeah that they're bringing about, over. a lot of people have asked me like hey uh can you put together a tutorial of how to do this but like you really you just message just, them just just yeah email them and, like, and literally. they they just ask for your login info and that's it. There's a form to fill out. It's like not, it's, Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super easy. Like should just go on there and you, you can find it. 
it's um it's not bad it's well worth the time i i did that with all my smoke mug galleries and hooked them into my gallery online cloud backup subscription app uh and then i just launched another app that is more of a full workflow and i just i, sh- I photographed an elopement a couple days ago so i just got a chance to use my app for a, a, a you know a true real client you know, me give you the the guidance what it does real quick it's pretty sure. cool. So once you set the app up, if you set it up the, and you keep it default the way that I've pre-programmed the app to, to operate, it does a set of emails before the gallery is published. So you need at least one you know, cover photo or something to attach to the email. Uh, the app automatically sends uh, milestone emails, three milestones. Number one, it says, hey, your images have been backed up and imported with a little description of like, you know, they're redundantly backed up in the cloud. They are, you know, blah, blah, blah for safekeeping and editing is going to begin soon. Then 10 days later, they automatically get a a next email that says, hey, your images are halfway done in the editing process. Uh, Whether or not that's true or not, it's totally up to you. And if you're going to be disciplined and diligent, but who cares? Like it, it starts to create some pressure on you as a photographer to like start getting stuff done if you're not 50% of the way there and it gets the client excited like oh my gosh it's 50% done this is great uh, and you can add photos if you if you want but it has just like a nicely stylized uh, kind of text thing that says 50% done and then another email a third one uh, that says your gallery is almost ready for publishing another 10 days later so uh, you, and again you can customize the dates uh, if you don't want to if you're not comfortable 30 days after the wedding saying your gallery is almost done I know some photographers take longer you can customize that uh, but it basically keeps getting uh your clients amped up to see the full gallery it holds you again some outside pressure against you the photographer to stay on task not procrastinate and get it done because you're setting these expectations over and over with your client uh, through these automated emails then once the gallery is published and the the delivery emails are sent that same app automatically queues up the 20 percent off for two weeks discount and send some promotional emails for that. Then, uh, 12 months later, it automatically starts the uh, gallery subscription app and says, you know, starts the emails that say, hey, your gallery is going to expire in X amount of days. Would you like to spend awesome. $60 to keep it? So it's the entire, like, getting amped up, the sale once it's delivered, the gallery's online, and then a year later, the automatic presentation of hey subscribe to keep your gallery going it's the it's the full deal i'm so excited i love this because i because you have been talking to me about this idea for like a years i feel like you've been talking to me about how much you you keep coming up to me with like hey what about this what do you think about this what do you think about this and i'm like oh that would be awesome that would be awesome that would be awesome and you're like um it's cool that you're like finally (laughs) have it's just like i was in uh some conference in the uk with these guys and they were talking about this app system and i had no clue that this is how it could work that they could so easily implement these automated workflows. Basically. I still think right. app and is a bad name for these, but yeah, uh, still, I, I guess once you're in the system, it totally makes sense to call it an app. It, yeah. But for it a complete make noob, any sense. it's like, what are you talking about? What's yeah. an app have to do with a gallery? <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's like specifically for sales. So it's, it's weird because it's integrated into the, the sales app. It's a very strange way to kind of like, yeah, it's they, like a sideways way of, it to call it the sales and automation section. Of that's the good. Site. So that's that, 
automation. That's what it should yeah. be. Yeah. So, um, but what's exciting, cool. even if it's a little bit weird or, or, you know, it's hard to understand or, you know, maybe it's glitchy in some ways, which I haven't found actually that many glitches at all. Uh, no, I haven't either. It's still exciting to see like this, this force, this momentum behind their, their product. Uh, I, th- I, I think there's almost too much, like they should rein it in with all these new apps that they're launching every, <laughs> every week, but it is, it's pretty cool to see something that's so easily able to be built. You know, if you have an idea for an app approach PickTime. kind of knew them, but I didn't have like a super strong relationship with PickTime, like the founders and the people that operate. In fact, I had signed yeah. up and then went back to my previous gallery host. So I, they had every reason to ignore me. Uh, mm-hmm. but like if you have a good enough idea i have no doubt at all they would say yep okay let's make this an app we'll put your name behind it and boom uh, within a, cool. you know, a month or so i'm sure they could have it out the door so just yeah uh, it's exciting to have this this exist in the world for, for I, again i don't know anybody else doing this right now no i don't either i well i mean i know that for instance you know plenty of plenty of apps have automated or, or plenty of um image hosting sites like Shootproof and um was was it like pixie set they do have like automated emails instacart that or instacart instaproofs uh (laughs) that yeah send out you can you can set up automated emails but it just it's so streamlined with this and the other thing is i just gotta say i mean i've i've done all of these i've tried all of them and pig time is easily the best like you're easily the most the simplest and i think it makes a lot of sense for for clients that are going through it i even had my uncle the other day who is like not good with computers at all he doesn't even know how to open youtube on his ipad he called he (laughs) emailed me and said hey nathan i just want to let you know we ordered some pictures from the last family vacation and it was easy as pie and i was like (laughs) that's okay that's Amazing. It's a huge. That's huge to me. I was like, "Oh my god, you ordered prints on your own from a website. Like that's incredible." That is. Um, I will say the only issue I've had with um random clients and it is definitely rare in the exception, which is maybe why it sticks out in my head, is people sometimes don't seem to crop properly. You know, right. what? that's funny. The the one I'm thinking of, the the two examples that I'm thinking of, they actually used my previous gallery host, not PickTime. That's oh. funny. The, the issue I had on PickTime was I was reviewing the crops and it looked horrible, and like the the client had cropped it to be what I thought was certainly a mistake. So I corrected it, and uh, they got the no. print. And they were like, "Hey, uh, we had it cropped specifically the one way for." particular reason can you reprint it and i was like oh my god so I, I really i really uh should trust the system because yeah i picked them yeah they're on top of it man. but i was really annoyed because it was a horrible crop and i and i didn't pull the authority of me the photographer and having some quality control because it was basically a group shot of people shoulder to shoulder cropped in mm-hmm. like 20x so that it was just the floating head of the one guy next to the bride that he was standing. So it was like the worst tightest oh, crop in a group picture ever with no compositional taste or anything. It was just expression. And he just wanted both heads together in, in the frame, I guess. But you know, so I let him do it. I reprinted and sent it for free. Ugh, I, yeah, it still kind of pisses me off. 
<laughs> That's funny. funny. I'm customizing my. So you get to make your own art gallery style and customize the titling, the font, everything separate as a separate entity from your, uh, you know, normal pick time client experience. This is so cool. I love it. So now I need to start making prints, art prints. Nobody likes my Africa prints. So that's all about all I have to offer really? right now. Well, some people have ordered, but it's when you price like a cool picture of an elephant at 250 bucks, nobody buys it. Yeah, that's but true. That's, you know, the overhead on some of this stuff is like 180 to get it made. So it's, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. Um, I'm sure you, I know you've got a lot of good stuff. I mean, your New Zealand photos are still incredible. You should put those on there. Um, oh, thanks. Cool. But, um, yeah, I, I, I know for sure I've actually had, like, I posted a couple of photos from a recent Italy trip that me and Abby did like a year or two ago. And, uh, I had a couple people messaging me about like some boat or something that I freelanced or something. They were like, we want to order that as prints. And I got like multiple people asking me, can I order that as a print? I'm like, okay, well clearly there's some need hmm. here for something. Um, yeah. So um yeah so that that dude that's awesome that pick time would roll out something so robust yeah yeah it's, and it's integrated amazing. you can create categories subcategories like all of this kind of stuff totally built within your your system the only thing i really they have a decent album interface but i, I really want to push them to make that more intuitive easier to just navigate the the whole album building process it's all done on a web browser so I, there's got to be inherent limitations into what they can do or not with the code but i'm sure it can be better than it is right now uh with sort of a stream of stuff i don't know there's a lot to talk about yeah there's so much to talk about we're fortunate to even have high quality like microphones to do a podcast do you realize like every decent webcam every great microphone is just completely sold out they're gone yeah Yeah. no ever everything's gone it's crazy yeah so um just fyi i just got a uh an email from maryland.gov department of labor for and we're we're gonna be able to file for unemployment. Yes, as, I was um, already doing that. As I was uh, trying to tomorrow. talk to you, literally up right here. Oh, is it tomorrow? Okay, that starts tomorrow. So I was going through the process again. What I had tried weeks ago, and uh, I was hitting up against the. Okay, you've been employed. Who have you been employed with? I type in my business name, and my own business name doesn't show up. So mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully that has indicated. Anyway, my, yeah, my big question tomorrow. was like, oh, crap, if I file for unemployment, does that automatically make me not able to get uh, the PPP loans when those come through? Because I don't know. They are meant, I think, to pay for payroll and keeping people employed. Yeah. So if you are filing unemployment, doesn't that by default then make you ineligible? I don't know. It seems redundant. But I'm just going to try and know. get all the money I possibly can. And if something goes crazy later, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think the right move. Yeah. You gotta be, I mean, with all this money, just like running out, it just behooves you to like, they can tell, you no. they can tell you you're not eligible, but you might as well apply uh, just in case you are eligible, you can access that money. I mean, this is money that is for better, or for worse, you know, coming out of the, you know, coming out of the national debt, might as well just try to get it. Yeah. Coming up this week, uh, have you now, have you had uh, some cancellations, some moving uh, uh, clients in terms of weddings coming up? What's, what's been your experience so far? 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I just booked a wedding yesterday for 2021. Cool. So it's, yeah, you know, it's a complete toss up. A lot of people are, you know, uh, it's, it's so, I mean, I can pull examples from everything. I've had uh, yeah. a client end of May who's still trying to hold out and see how it goes. I have a client in August who's rescheduling completely, a client in, in middle of May who canceled outright. Like, so everyone's just all over the board, man. It's keeping yeah. me on my toes for sure. Um, I do like having the federal guidelines to, kind of point to as a, a, a sense of hey if you're in phase three that you know where your venue is if your venue's open and you're in phase three then um mm-hmm. hey uh you know if you're choosing to move then it's preferential and you're choosing that and uh, nothing is refundable and i haven't instituted any fees for rescheduling or whatever no. but um i probably would if i get a, a high tick uh, a, a, an uptick of people like yeah we're rescheduling just because that's not okay you can't just right let them, no 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 yeah. you can't just reschedule yeah but if if you're like rescheduling specifically because of the pandemic then sure i've had I've had just three examples from this week. One was uh, a client who was a slam dunk for September. They were like, we're going to sign. Didn't hear from them for like a week. Finally, they came back. They were like, we can't, we can't go. We can't go forward right now. We're, we're thinking about what to do next. I've got another one that was in June, uh, end of June. That is rescheduling the the celebration to the following year they're just going for a year but their dad was uh i guess the groom's dad was the person who was going to marry them and he's only got his license for this year so they're like we're gonna go ahead and get married this year on the original date can you cover it so i'm gonna cover that for extra um which is great and then uh, i had another client who is moving from may to september uh a friday in september thankfully and um they mentioned in their email that they were that it was really awful trying to reschedule everything kind of in passing and i was like i was like man i i'm sorry uh that really sucks that everything's we're we're fine i'm ready to do it but why don't we just do an why don't we do a portrait session on the day you were supposed to get married anyway let's just do it no charge let's just do it and they were like oh my god let's do it so you know there's there's all kinds of ways to handle this but definitely one thing to keep in mind for anybody that is rescheduling, make sure to do a new contract. I, I don't I don't know of anybody who's like not doing new contracts, but just to make sure if you are rescheduling, go ahead and, and void out the old contract to make sure that the, mm. the new one's good to go. Got it. Yeah. Oh man. Crazy, crazy times. I had I had a a friend of mine who's getting married who uh in atlanta or something call me and he was like hey can i pick your brain about like what to do about wedding photographers like uh given the pandemic or whatever so i had a, like a, a 45 minute conversation with him telling him what to look out for and as a client and also it was actually really interesting to hear i was like okay tell me tell me like your experience trying to find photographers right now and he's like oh my god we looked at this person we really liked it i was kind of going through their process of trying to find a photographer and it was really eye-opening. They just kind of seeing what they liked and what they what I was like. What about this photographer screams that they're going to be the right one for you? And it was interesting to hear his uh, his responses, which were you know along the lines of like, it seemed like it could capture kind of any type of moment. 
there was these really nice little moments that the photographer added that you could see. So I was like, that's really cool. It might be, it might be fun for us to have just a a searching couple of clients on, on the podcast with us soon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Perhaps I've always been, you know, everybody and their mom does sort of the interview style thing. Oh, yeah. but we, we, I would love to have a, a client, on a client. Here, yeah. Sure. I don't yeah, know of anyone who's done that. So that's a great idea. Anyway. Well, uh, I gotta go and do something. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. That was a <laughs> lovely, lovely run. Thanks for the update. We'll get back soon. If anybody does have uh, any insight into what their business is, is like, if, if you aren't finding this a relaxing phase <laughs> yeah. and you're scrambling, I'm uh, always curious about the feedback on that. I uh, would love yep. to, Let us know, to know how people are coping. So cool. All right. All, All right. right, guys. Thanks. Bye. See you later.